When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Bart Scott, it's Overreaction Monday. The NFL season now officially over with the Super Bowl behind us. Hour number three, Overreaction Monday. What's that all mean? Oh, we know what that means. That means it's the power hour, 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 hour. Oh, yes, the power hour. One commercial that I forgot to add. I wasn't sure if this only aired in New York or was this a national uh, – because it was a ticket sale one. was the Mets. Did you catch the Mets? Yeah. Nimmo running around like he t- normally – I got money. And oh, yeah. Money. yeah. Steve Cohen spent some money just for that one commercial. Um, but the I guess the best line was at the end with uh, Diaz when he closes the deal on tickets. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah. we might see some Timmy Trumpet there, but I guess they didn't want to pay for that. Nah, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I tell you what, Serena Williams was. I didn't like her. She like she like. How I didn't know read, what that was about. How can you read selling selling me? What was that? That was um. That's any given Sunday. How can that, you? Was that Remy? What was that? Remy Martin? What was that? Yeah, yeah, Remy Martin. How can you? How can you read any given Sunday with less emotion and feel it? Yeah. We fight for that inch. We claw for that yeah, inch. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell me you never seen a movie without telling me you never seen a movie? Yeah, Where was the passion? She just read it. We fight for that inch. Look at the guy next to you. I think you see somebody that's willing to fight. No, we claw with our fingernails. We need you doing this commercial. Inch. Need you doing this commercial. And I see. And I would drink some Remy because my and, uncle and you used to be an alcoholic, it. and I used to be one of his drinks of choice. Was it? Yeah. That Sorry. and Mohawk vodka. You know what I'm saying? He had it white and brown, all covered. Sorry about you. It was uncle. An equal opportunity. Um, Alcoholic. Yeah. Sorry to hear about that, though. No, that wasn't him. That was my other uncle that was drunk. Oh, your other uncle. Man, you yeah, got it. He dead, too, though. But <laughs> Jesus. I'm just saying. He ain't the one that recently died. That's okay. Mohawk Vodka. You want, you want to get uh, – let, let's just continue with the, the bad <laughs> oh, no news. Easy, no easy transition. No, there that. is none. There is none, so I'll just go here. Uh, if you're a Yankees fan and you don't want to hear injury issues before spring training even begins, and we're getting close to that, Nestor Cortez has a uh, grade two right hamstring strain. Know what that means. Well, he's not going to be in the World Baseball Classic. He was going to actually pitch for the U.S., but he's not part of that now, and uh, Brian Hoke saying that it will keep him off the mound for two weeks. Know what that so, means. Already. What does it mean? That means he was eating Krispy Kremes and uh, Rainbow Skittles. That's what that means. I think he was, enjoy- like, he was enjoying like, his right, offseason. Yeah, I'm going to get in shape when it's time to start going. And then when you try to get in shape, like they push you a little bit farther than what you've been pushing yourself, yep. and something pulls. Man, it's like we call right? that We call that fat titus. Oh, no. But we don't want to hear that, though. Well, you know, he's a little plumpy dude. Yeah, he is a little bit, but still, like the hamstring is that you hate the hamstring because because it don't heal. It you just think it's uh-huh. right. I always Lakers. say this: the in, the two injuries that like you never like nobody ever says. You know, you remember when you had that hamstring injury? Whatever happened to that? Like nobody oh, ever says yeah. that in the midst of a season. Maybe a year later that could go, yeah. but nobody ever goes. Hey Bart, remember when you had to take two weeks off because your hamstring hurt? It Boy, that just went away, didn't it? Nope. 
Like when you get a hamstring, it, it it's like a whole whole year. Oh yeah, it just keeps nagging. You just hope you don't pull it again. Well, because the what is the one way you you get you have to rest to get a hamstring injury to go away. And you can't rest. And you he, can't like, rest right like now. Three months off of doing nothing. And you built like Nestor, man. You you really can't rest. That's the worst thing that could happen. Mommy, so. mommy, please don't leave. Cause Nestor's got something up his sleeve. And oh, if no. you leave, then I can't sleep. Cause Nestor's going to put his. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what What is that? Is I'm trying to find. That's the, that's old school day to day. Mommy, mommy, it was Chester instead of Nestor. Right. Please don't leave. Chester's got some. It was a dark song. It was talking about like sounds very dark with the with the adult because he yeah. is. He can't be trusted. He charges. <laughs> That sounds very dark. Over the weekend, um, it was before the Super Bowl, the news came out, reports by Jeremy Fowler, uh, that the Jets have have inquired about Aaron Rodgers' availability. And this is all based on sources now, but I mean, we did certainly hear Woody Johnson make it pretty clear that they were going to do whatever it took to get the best quarterback available and how important the quarterback position is. I and mean, if you missed it, I mean, here's Woody Johnson just just talking about straight out. Do you want Aaron Rodgers? You want the best quarterback that you can get to lead the Jets. And I think with a good quarterback and our great defense, and the defense will be a lot better with a quarterback, you know, that's actually doing it and a good running game and just what the what the coach is talking about. Our special team is really good. And so well, it's plug and play. I mean, I think a quarterback comes in, it's, it's kind of an ideal situation. I mean, so he also goes on to – you know, I mean, it's Diana Rossini's doing the interview. We did play this Friday, but again, in case you missed, let's just play it for you again because it's relevant once again with the Fowler report. How how much are you willing to pay whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers and, you know, trying to get him specifically to talk about Rodgers? Depends on whatever these quarterbacks, particularly if they're free agents or they want to leave, it's up to what they want to do. What do they want to do? And how do they want to structure themselves? Obviously, he's under contract with the Green Bay Packers. So it would- yeah, so you can't really talk about, I can't really talk about him because he's a you know, member of another club, but yeah. everybody recognizes talent. Uh, now, I mean, it's obvious he couldn't talk about him, but we knew who he was talking about. The Jets did hire Nathaniel Hackett, who Rodgers spoke glowingly about on the Pat McAfee show recently. He knows him from his years with the Packers. The Jets today, according to reports, are hiring Todd Downing, who the last couple of years was the Titans' offensive coordinator. He is now going to be the Jets' passing game coordinator. Now, he has no real relationship with Aaron Rodgers, but he's worked with Derek Carr, he's worked with Matt Stafford, and most recently, of course, worked with Ryan Tannehill. Why does that matter? Well, because Tannehill could be available, and so could Carr. So that's something, obviously, to keep an eye on. But Fowler saying that the Jets have already reached out and checking with the Packers on the availability of Aaron Rodgers makes it pretty clear that he is their primary focus. Yeah, you ask yourself, like, one – is Aaron Rodgers officially in the hole yet? Is he officially in the dark place? Or when, what day does he go there? Because we know one well, He said he was going to be after the Super Bowl. Made. He was going to be after the Super Bowl. He was going to do what, his darkness retreat. Right. So let, we'll see what happens when he comes out of his hole. And what is it, two weeks? How long? Uh, it's four days. It's, oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll see at the end he's, of the week. He's not oh, a groundhog. He oh, because he's contractually <laughs> obligated to do the McAfee show, so he can't do it in the dark. He's going to do it. It's going to be straight in the dark. Like one of those cartel uh, uh, interviews. Everybody changed the voice. 
apartment. Where are you at, Eric? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I'm, in the, I'm in the basement. Yeah, it's a, it's a low uh, sales service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he'll, he'll find a way to get on that show, right? He got to because you know they're paying him. If they're paying McAfee $30 million a year, you think Aaron Rodgers ain't getting on there speaking once a week for about $2 million? Maybe. Maybe not. I mean, it's it's worth a lot to McAfee, no doubt about it. I mean, whatever he's whatever they're that, getting listen, out of it, it's been what what been other huge. news? What other news that we ever got out of McAfee show that wasn't about Aaron Rodgers? Nothing that, that was worthy it. of anything. No, no, so that's, that, that, that's, that's he it. He owed everything to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, of course. And he got didn't he just sign a big deal? Who did he sign a big? I said thirty deal with? million dollars. It's well, like with YouTube. That? Is that what it was? See, I, I thought YouTube. there was a, another company that like jumped in on, on branding with him. It's $30 million a year. Well, all right. So, Rossini. He's making more money than most quarterbacks. He's a damn punter. Very <laughs> well, entertaining, though. It's very entertaining. But it's Aaron great. Rodgers, his connection to Aaron Rodgers what got him. Of course. Well, hopefully my connection with you will end up getting me a lot of cheese on the taco. That's what I'm working on. Let's do it. You know, like when you become Rex Ryan's linebacker's coach in Denver. And then you just do like a see, weekly spot with me, and then you like can, reveal can, all the family I, secrets. I can only see Rex coming out and, and dominating like some historical type stuff with somebody like, damn, maybe we should make him a head coach again. And then that's when I will leave you. I see. I won't leave you to go be like, and Rex ain't got no pull. But you want to go when Rex becomes a head coach again, right? And then I'll be the defense coordinator. I'll be the defense. Uh, I'll be the linebacker coach, and then I'll be in training for be a defensive coordinator. So when Rex takes over for John Harbaugh in Baltimore. Harbaugh decides, like, I've done it for enough. I'm stepping away. Rex comes in, and you go home as a linebacker's coach. Done. Yeah, yeah. You like that, don't we'll you? do something like that. All right. Well, um, so Diana also you spoke. for at least three more years. All right, I'll take three. That's fine. Might get me just where I need to be. Mark Murphy, uh, the president of the Packers, also talked to Diana Rossini uh, last week. And his quote was kind of interesting. I'll just read it to you. We don't have the audio. He said that, obviously, he's meant so much to us, duh. Uh, we know he needs time, especially when you play as long as he has. It's a grind to get ready for the season. We want to make sure that uh, that he makes a decision that he's comfortable with. So we'll give him time, but that said, we do have to plan. So they're sort of letting Aaron Rodgers dictate what's going to happen next because they've got to decide on Jordan Love's fifth-year option, which is, by the way, 20 mil, oh, fully guaranteed. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, this dude gonna make twenty mil for only paying five snaps. And they've got to know by May first, right? Because okay. that's when yeah. they—that's when they'll decide on the option for the fifth-year option for Jordan Love. So June first is when they can move Rogers, at least when it makes sense for them uh, with their out. So obviously, this this Rogers thing might take longer than we think. But the uh. Jets have already inquired, and Rogers will come out of uh, this—you know—this four-day darkness retreat and kind of. People expect, or at least he suggests, that he could decide what he wants to do. So I don't know, Bart. Do you, for Jets fans listening that are wondering, is this going to? Are we going to be just talk about this every day with no answers? What do you think happens now between this point, the day after the Super Bowl, and pretty much May first, when they've got to decide whether or not they're picking up this option on Jordan Love? Well, I, I think you do. You talk to Aaron Rodgers, and you maybe, you know, if he says okay, um. Uh, you guys are moving on, uh, you know, get the best deal y'all can get from me or whatever, then they can go into him and they can uh, extend his contract because what you want if you're Green Bay, if you're picking up a $20 million hit for Jordan Love when, you know, that's a one-year deal, that option, you know, then you probably want to say, you know what, I need 13 this year. I don't want to wait and you become better and that becomes a 
bad pick if you mm-hmm. become a playoff team. So right. I, give me that now. So let's do the extension for Aaron Rodgers. We can kind of extend it, and then when we trade it, we not on the hook for that much uh, of the of the money, and then we can we can lower the cap hit and understand that we'll take the cap hit for one year because we're paying Jordan Love, you know, um, twenty million dollars. Well, that's next year. So, right? It's fifth year option, right? Yeah, so we're paying him twenty year. We're paying, but the cap hit, so we're paying him twenty, mm-hmm. and then we'll take the the dead cap money from Aaron Rodgers just for one year because we still have a lot more cap space than if we hadn't assigned him because Jordan Love and we extended his contract. Now, we've talked about this when it comes to draft compensation, right? Whatever it's going to cost to take. And it made, Woody Johnson sounded like, I don't care. It don't like, matter. He, he made it clear. Blank check this. I need this. It's got to happen. So I'm sure Joe Douglas doesn't have any restrictions on what it'll take. They'll right. be as smart as they can. They know the Raiders might try to get in on this thing. So you're going to have some comp. They don't have to worry about NFC teams like the Niners or anything like that. I don't believe. So the only team you're kind of worried about here more than likely is the Raiders. Your 13th overall pick has great value. Yeah. The question is, if you can't make the deal after June 1st, we know that you can make the pick that the Packers want. Like if if Murphy and company said to, to Joe Douglas, we want this guy at 13, but there's no guarantee. It's the one thing that, that Mike Tannenbaum told us, just so everybody understands, the Jets could make the pick for the Packers. But the Packers could decide on June 1st when a deal might go down, you know what, we don't want to do that. Yeah. And so. now you're stuck with a pick that you didn't take for yourself. Yeah, that's why you don't do that. And that's why it's dangerous. But if you're the Packers, that's a pretty valuable pick. And you know if I'm getting two firsts from the, from the Jets and it's not till next year and you know 24 and 25 – Man, those picks are going to be in the twenties. Those picks right. are you expect right. the Jets are going to be successful. <laughs> if I'm a team. coach staff. I like man, I could be fired by that if we miss the playoffs Thank twice you. and we lose to the Lions twice in the division. So that's what makes this to me the most compelling thing. Now, Mike Tanner is going to join us tomorrow on the show, so we can go really deep dive into this stuff and how he would do it and what he would do and all the the nuances of how the front office handles this stuff. But I'm telling you, Bart, like that's going to be a big part of I think. Any negotiation, because if you are Brian Gutekunst, if you're Murphy, you are you've got to look at that 13 pick as a valuable pick, and I would try to work that out. That's a starter right there. When you pick 13, you're looking for an instant starter. Yep, you're looking for somebody that's going to contribute this year. Not not a project. You think of somebody, you know, offense. You if you got 13, you can get the best offensive lineman there. If it's a run on quarterbacks, which Mm -hmm. we expect to be a run on quarterbacks. Uh, it's going to be one um, running back that's going to be top ten, and that's the uh, guy from Texas. And then corners and, and receivers. So you know it might be only one lineman off the off the board, or one D tackle off the. It's going to be something there that you can get where it's going to be deep, and you take the best player available. I'd be selling this. I'd be selling this to the Packers. That's what I'd be selling to them. Now again, it's a handshake agreement, and they could back out of it, and you can get screwed. But this is the best selling point. To just in your mind have this thing, an agreement in principle, and go from there. They can back out. That's the risk. Would you be like that? Would you would you take this risk just to ensure yourself the peace of mind of, okay, we have an agreement in principle. We'll make that pick for you, but this won't go down until June first. And if you screw us, like you leave us in a bad place, but you also look bad doing it. Yeah. Would you do that, or you feel like that's I mean, too high a risk, and you got to wait till June to really do the negotiating? I'm just going when he come out and the decision's made. Let's okay, let's get him an extension, and let's do the let's do the transaction earlier. 
let's figure out how we can probate it where you take some of the hit this year and take some the next year. Let's just do that. Hmm. Like or or take one of their bad contracts. You know what I mean? To take to take money to take money off of their off their salary cap. Like what? Like a player that you owe money that you don't want to pay no more, and you say, "All right, we're gonna trade him to you," and you take that 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 cap hit because it's gonna dissolve us a, a salary cap space. See, I gotta feel like if you're the Packers and you're Gutekunst, you look at Joe Douglas and his ability to draft, and you see that okay, they might not have gotten the quarterback right, but they got Vera Tucker right, and oh, oh, let's just also look at. Did you watch the awards? Did you see what happened with our rookies that we took last year? Yeah, they both won Rookie of the Year. So. How about you let me make the pick for you? <laughs> How about I get you? How about I do? I could probably do a better job with this pick for your team than you could do for your team. I think, long story short, man, they, they're just going to have to make sure that they that they, they get the deal done any means necessary. No restrictions on Joe Douglas. Make the deal. Come together as deal as, as principal. Right. And let's pull the trigger when it, when it happens so that you can get what we need and understand that, hey, we have a two-year window maybe with Aaron Rodgers to win a Super Bowl. Let's go out and do it because you need a top 10 quarterback to be able to compete in that division. All the momentum, all the reporting, even Sal Palantonio, we had him on early in the show, even he was saying as much as he's like, I, I haven't heard anything because he was obviously focused on Super Bowl coverage and the Eagles, but even he said the same thing. It is a team set up to win, and the only piece that's missing is the quarterback. And you heard Woody Johnson call it a plug-and-play situation. There is no reason to think – that there's any other better option for Aaron Rodgers than to come to the Jets. It's as clear as that. And if he emerges from the darkness retreat and sees his shadow, whatever the hell he's supposed to do, like he's Punxsutawney Phil, <laughs> like whatever it is that he decides when he comes out of that room, he's going to either decide to stay in Green Bay or he's going to say, you know what? Let's go. I'm all in on New York. If he doesn't, I think the only other option is he walks away from the game. Going back to Green Bay doesn't make sense if he wants to continue to win. If he wants to be a guy that has one more shot at it, to me, the best place for it is here. I don't think it makes sense for him to go anywhere else or even to stay at Green Bay. So yeah, we'll, see where, we'll see where his head's at. Yeah, I think he knows that that ship has sailed. And he knows that the fact that they're having conversations, he's not privy to them knows that they're leaning more towards him leaving and hoping that he leaves than than what, you know, he may indicate or believe so before this process started because he thought he was going to be involved in all the discussions. So that means that they're talking about some things that may you may not like. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Bart is, uh, didn't get back to the microphone in time. So because of that, I get to talk hockey with Tommy in Connecticut. Go ahead, Tommy. What's up, Alan? How What's we doing? Happening? Good. Hmm. So, so I know it's, I know it's a big football day, but. I, I, I just I woke up the whole neighborhood Saturday night when Panera went off, and I've been, I've been beating the drum that that Gallant messes with the lines too much, but after four periods since we got Tarasenko, he he moves Panera out down to the second line, and he just goes off for four. I mean, are you kidding me? Performance, yeah. I mean, what do you do when you score hat trick as well? What like, do you do oh with my, four? Yeah, three, three in a row in one period. I mean, Crazy. and. The the dude is such a good he's such a good distributor. It's like all right, well yeah, now just focus that on the goal and they're they're going in. It's uh, it's amazing because I, I thought him and Ter- I thought him and Tarasenko together would make more sense because oh, it kind of moves Panarin to a, yeah like, honestly. But now it I think it almost makes you deeper. You I, know? I, right, your top your top six is out of control, and then I don't know if you saw I, I forget if it was the second intermission or the post game Valaket talking about Halak. Mm-hmm. and how explosive he looks going post to post. And he's like, my knees were shot at 33. <laughs> and this dude's doing it at 37. He's almost DPHO's age. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what, too. I- I'll say this, and, th- and thanks for the call, Tommy. I'll say this about Steve Valaket. People need to understand this because I-, I know, again, it's hockey, and in this town, you know, we're not always as locked in as we should be we'll be on a great sport. Yeah, no, we will. But when it comes to analysts uh, on the regional level, right, which we have all, we have SNY, yes, MSG, Steve Valaket might be one of the best we have in his sport because he has got the analytics. He also has the player perspective as somebody who actually played the game at at the high level that he did. He also has the relationship with great players. I mean, he could tell you because he was right there next to Henrik Lundqvist. So he could tell you about the mindset of that. He also understands the game. He's a student of the game and then his passion for the game. So you put all that into one thing. And you have, to me, is, is one of the great analysts. And he's a studio analyst. He's not on the game call, so you might not hear him or see him as much unless you're really taking on the pregame and the postgame coverage. But I'm telling you, like he is somebody, Bart, I watch him and I try to d- get pointers from him on how to do it because Steve Alicat's one of the best we have in this, in this town when it comes to sports analysts on the regional level. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He's really good. That's all you got for me is this, yeah. <laughs> Love Valley. He, he also, by the way, he also is really good at frosting his hair. Let me throw that out there as well. He always has a good look going too. Uh, let's get eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven. Brian and Ocean messing with me all day about my take. <laughs> What's up, Brian? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, I know all this Aaron Rodgers talk. I know it's wildly important, but 
our defense is our strength. And if they're going to get Rodgers, they got to find a way to lock up Quinn Williams. He does everything right. He's good off the field. He's a good leader. I'm worried about if we happen to lose him and don't make him happy, we're losing one of our, if not our best player on, on the entire team. So I'm just wondering if the implications of Rodgers, 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 we need Quinn Williams back to get that defense uh, staying strong. Yeah, that's a no-brainer, right? You, you're going, you're going to probably let Carl Lawson go, and you're going to let, um, you're going to also probably let uh, Corey Davis go. That's thirty million dollars right there. Isn't and Lawson already? Didn't they already make that clear though? I think Lawson was already he's I don't know. on his way out, right? I saw, I, don't I know. saw that somewhere. But, but okay. it's time for Jermaine Johnson to graduate. So, no, I think yep. I think that you know Corey Davis. That's fifteen million dollars, and I forgot somebody else. They can they can save. Oh, Barrios. They can save four million dollars by letting Barrios go. And then the new guy coming in is going to say, I'm working with Elijah Moore. So, you know, we don't need Barrios. You can always get somebody to return punts or kicks. Remember, the Jets had two guys that were like Pro Bowls. Remember the Pro Bowl returner that they had that they let go to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So so they got it. They, they're good. Like, yeah. they, they Quinn is a key piece, though. We, we're seeing, obviously, the interior, interior linemen are, are, are suddenly now becoming that, that, that it position. Yeah, I know we love the edge guys and all, Yo. but the interior linemen, I mean, he's Yo. one of the elite ones in the game today. Yo, they, can try, they can try and go get Hargrove. Really? You get the money I mean, for that? Hargrave, like, he's, they can't re-sign him back. They got, they got to get him. They got Brandon Graham. They got Fletcher Cox. Yeah, yeah, Fletcher you're, talking Cox is, yeah you're talking about Philly, and obviously Hargrave yeah, is, that's is a, one that's of the a, best. 11 sacks from the Ooh. inside. All right. Uh, Bart D and the G Dub not all in on Aaron Rodgers. Go ahead, D. It's D on the G Dub. Listen, yo. Um, I, maybe this is. Let's be honest, uh, Han. Is this your fandom talking about the easiest path for Aaron Rodgers to win a championship is with that's because there's no way in the heck that's true. How is he going? He's have to navigate in his own division. He has to get past the, the Bills and Josh Allen, right? Yep. And then he's still got to deal with Bill Belichick twice a year. And regardless of whether it's Aaron Rodgers or not, let me just say this. Bill Belichick owns Bill the Bill Belichick. Jets, period. Bill Belichick. Yeah. yeah. It's time to put it into that one. It's time to put it into that. But does he own Aaron Rodgers? This is the thing, right? He owns the Jets. I don't okay. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. You already okay, made that okay. point. So, D, you already made the so, point about owning the Jets. We get it. He owns the Jets. So tell me this. So tell me this. Let Bart respond. Let D. D, let Bart respond. So what's the alternative? So what's the alternative? Like go 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 at him with Zach Still Wilson. Pass through Green that, Bay. He hasn't. No, I'm asking you. What's the alternative for the Jets? His point. His point. It's not about the Jets, Bart. His point is what I, I said. I get his point. That I think the the Jets are his best his best chance it's, if he wants to win. And oh. he's saying going back to Green Bay is better. And I'm saying, did you not see the Jets' defense? Did you not did, see the did, weapons did, the, did Jets the Jets have? The, the, the Green Jets, Bay doesn't have that. Didn't the Jets beat the Bills with Mike White? They have an easier path, though, Han. That's the that's the point. The like, NFC. You're talking about the NFC in that division. That's what yeah. you're saying. So, so, so they beat yeah. so they beat the Bills with Correct. Zach Wilson, and you don't Man, think they, they can beat the Bills with thing that way? Like, listen, just so you know what your Buffalo Bills are facing, they got Micah Hyde. Poor years of free agent. They're underwater from 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 as far as a salary cap standpoint. They put everything in there to try and win this year. They're got they got free agents galore, and you talk about how we got to pay Quentin Williams, right? Well, they got to pay Ed Oliver. They don't have money to pay their players, so they're on the diminishing side. You already heard their 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 general manager yep. complain yes, about yeah, we can't have a deep team because we paid our quarterback, mm-hmm. right? So how do you think that's gonna age? That's not right? gonna age. And also, by the way, Green Bay, you can't act like well, Green Bay's got an easy path, do they? Because the, the Lions last I checked, in Minnesota has arrived. Detroit is on its way. Minnesota already won the division and they ain't going anywhere. So you can't tell me it's it's easier. And then, oh, by the way, you also still have this guy that we watched last night. 
in Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. So you're going to act like, oh, you're just going to walk to the Super Bowl because the NFC is not that good? Stop it. That division is a lot better than anybody's giving it credit for. And, oh, yeah. We didn't even mention that team, by the way. And who and, knows and who that quarterback is. Matthew Stafford to be back healthy next year. John in Jersey. John, how are we feeling? All right. We're doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. This is John from Florham Park, too. Oh, that's what's up, man. There you go. That's my hood. Uh, I think one of the big points that we're missing here, guys, is the biggest selling point to Aaron Rodgers would be his legacy. You know, I mean, he's a bit of a head case. We all know that. But I think what he really wants, I mean, I don't think he has to worry about money. What he has to worry about or what he really wants is to be the GOAT. And he wants to be, you know, to go to the Jets. And the Jets have had the history, and we all know the history. Mm -hmm. But if he... If he comes in here and wins a Super Bowl, or at least gets us, you know, far in the playoffs, I think he's going to really establish his legacy, and I think that's a big selling point for Woody Johnson. And I, I tell you what, John, like I, I've mentioned that several times, where it's you're never going to catch Tom Brady when it comes to championships, right? You're not going to probably at this point in your career, you're not going to catch, you know, Joe Montana. But what you can do is do something that only one other man has done, and that man is a legend in the sport. And that's when a Super Bowl with the one, yeah, that's winning a Super Bowl with the one team that around the league, when people say they did what, that'd be the Jets. Winning a Super Bowl with the Jets is one of those things that it's like you know, you know, Brady did all this and Montana did all this. Yeah, but did you see what Rogers did? You know, Rogers went where no man has gone before. Like that's pretty. Like so, that to me just changes the conversation. Does he care about that stuff? He'll tell you. He doesn't. He'll go on Pat McAfee, and he will say, I don't really care about that. I don't care about this. He hears it all. He could be hearing this right now because he certainly heard when Bart was talking about stuff with him as well. Right? He hears it all, You know that, that, that he wouldn't want to retire now because he wouldn't want to share the stage at Canton with Tom Brady. He heard that, so he hears it all, and that's fine. But the point is, is that he does care about what people think about him and what what legacy he leaves on the sport and when you have just one championship and it was so long ago people have forgotten about it with that franchise that has had great history Mm -hmm. that to come to new york at that market at that level and to know that whatever he does here would be times a hundred because they've already leapfrogged patrick mahomes past him as far as better quarterbacks more super bowls there you go and half the and half the uh mvps oh yeah yeah and so once again there has to be something to that now, let's grab Mike in Brooklyn. Go ahead, Mike. What's happening? Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to check in and say, uh, Bart, people really need to put some respect on your name. Yesterday, I made that bet, thirty-eight, thirty-five. Oh, uh, made the bet? That was plus 32000 Not 3200 but plus 32000 My only regret is I only bet a dollar. <laughs> I only bet a dollar. I was doing it. You only bet a dollar, son. <laughs> dollar on it. You weren't too sure. You couldn't even do a. You couldn't even do a twenty twin twin. You couldn't even do a twenty twin twin. You couldn't just 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 put twenty. I know. I know. Twenty. Hey, three hundred and twenty dollars. You know, I'm 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 still happy about it. So if you were to put two, if you were to put a hundred, what would you have got? Thirty-two hundred. Oh, yeah. Plus thirty-two thousand. Not yeah. thirty-two hundred. Thirty-two thousand. Oh, thirty-two thousand. Three, man. two, and three zeros. Yes. <laughs> All you had to do was put a hund
You still got three hundred twenty bucks for but, you from you, just from you, just from listening to yeah. the show. We always talk about how we love to That's give away right. things to our to our listeners. We just <laughs> gave this man three hundred twenty bucks, all because you made a prediction. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm gonna bet on that, Mike. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yep. More money for the bankroll. Thanks, there you guys. Go. No doubt. Now Bo take that three hundred and bet it on um, Bobo to get most improved. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though? That is that is the way I think too. I think that all right, that that's found money. So I, now I should I should once again just turn that back into some more money, one Man, way or another. What but he put, didn't completely trust you. That's why I only put a buck down. But what, still. He would have, what if we'd have, what if he would have bet a thousand? <sighs> he, he wouldn't have called us today. <laughs> he wouldn't. Have, oh, he would have called us, but he would have called us from somewhere in the Caribbean. He'd have been Meanwhile, on the on the Giants side of things, so there was some Giants presence at the Super Bowl, but. It was players that they had moved on from, and one of the and one player is Kadarius Tony, who you felt like when the Giants moved him there, like was you know, dumb. gave was, him away. He's still under contract well, for three more years. Fr- Again, Dayball was frustrated with him. He was never available. It was time to move on. But you said when the, he went to the Chiefs, you're like, man, this guy in that system, they could use him, and he'll have an impact. Well, he did in this game, a huge impact. And it wasn't like he put up big numbers. It's not gaudy. It's one five-yard touchdown catch on one target, but then also a 65-yard punt return. That was the big play that set up pretty much the game-changing touchdown. So afterwards, Kadarius Toney, just thankful for getting the chance with Kansas City. Right now I'm just grateful, man. You know, just thankful for the organization, man, for really accepting me and letting me be the player I could be. Letting him be the player he could be. How about Juju Smith-Schuster, who felt like the Giants made a huge mistake in letting him go? I don't know what the Giants was doing with KT, but bro, he's a dog. And Beach and Andy Reid, bro, they know how to pick and choose who, who to go get and fit for this puzzle of this team. Look, I'm not questioning Brian Dable. He won Coach of the Year. This guy knows what he's doing. But Tony was a good pick that wasn't working for the Giants. They moved on from him. And Kansas City found a way to use him in the right ways, but it's Bart, it, it's amazing. You look at the box score. It's not like he dominated the game, but he had a huge impact on two plays based on what Juju and you and a lot of other people see in him, that there's that there's something about him that if you use him in the right moment, it could pay off, and, and it did for, spend, for the Chiefs. And you got to wait. Like he's, he's not a finished product. You got you got to he got to mature a little bit more, but man, he costs you nothing right now. Yeah, like give up on him when he five years. What they get for him? A fifth round draft pick? Fourth round? Fifth? Sixth? I have to look up what they got, but it certainly wasn't big compensation. You don't they think, feel like that one? You don't think that you don't think Daniel Di- you don't think Danny Dimes could have used the punt return when he played the Eagles? Yeah, from him use a lot of that. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Or give him the ball in space. And the other former giant is James Bradbury, the corner, and he, you know, obviously got called for that holding, the controversial uh, holding call, which really isn't controversial. I mean, it was the right call, but he got called for it, and I thought he handled it perfectly after the game. He admitted it. I held him. I, I held him. I was hoping they wouldn't call it, but I held him. I thought he did that right. And Sal Palantonio told us he's well respected there, and he expects him uh, to be there. Um, for the near future. So, you know, two Giants. Oh, it was uh, a third and a sixth that they got in this coming draft for Kadarius Tony. Third and sixth. Right. was third, a first-round draft. That was pretty good. He was a first-round draft. Well, I know. Pick. No, you're absolutely right. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? 
your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Bart, um, tonight, as we get now into, as football's behind us, we get really into the NBA season, and All-Star break is coming up. The All-Star game is this weekend, and tonight we get the Knicks and the Nets at the Garden, and it's a much different-looking Nets team, but it doesn't make it a worse Nets team. This, team's, this team plays hard, and they've got the trade gave them a bunch of pieces that the Nets come into the Garden They've won nine straight against the Knicks. They have won th- uh, three straight at the Garden. The Knicks haven't beaten the Nets since January of 2020. Bing bong. Damn. I mean, who gets, to, who, who gets to win first? You mean them or the, the the Jets and the Patriots? Yeah, they both got nemesis. Tell you what, if we're still talking about this in the summer, it'll be 12 and 12. It'd be on both sides. Painful. Right, it'd be 11, actually. It'd be 11. Because there's only one more game after tonight. All right, so be 11. Hold up. Hold up, dog. Somebody what, just what texts up? me. What up? What happened? Somebody texts me correct score. They wagered 100 bucks and won $32,000. Yeah. I think they did it based off of me. Shouldn't I get a cut? Hell, especially if it's a friend of yours. I don't know who it is. I don't know how they got my number. Some guy named Yancey D. <laughs> bet 100 bucks. <laughs> Won $32,000. $32,100 for FanDuel. This is why we put it out here for free. That's the problem. Man, I should have bet it myself. That's why I, see what I mean? Like, you just throw it out there, someone buys into it. So, if somebody bet that the Chiefs wouldn't make the playoffs, though, they would have lost $32,000. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I promise, the statute of limitations on that is over after today. It's okay, man. It. Listen, that was a hot take. That was You weren't betting in March. No, well, maybe somebody was. You know, what do you what are you gonna bet that they don't make the playoffs? That ain't yeah. even a bet. Yes, it is. That stuff's a bet. Okay, not in everything's March. a bet now. You know that. What are you betting on the Knicks tonight? <laughs> Bing bong. Wow. You gonna be negative? <laughs> you gonna be negative? Listen, I'm going with the Nets, man, because you know now, now 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 they're now they're the sentimental favorites because you know they they're lost only three games. So now we feel sorry for them. They're only three games above the Knicks in the standings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three games up. That's yeah, it. They don't have Kevin Durant. I know. They don't. They don't have any of their start. Now look again. What they add is going to be interesting. The Knicks right now are favored two and a half in this game. That's it. <laughs> two and a half. ESPN predictor tonight has them at fifty-eight point three percent probability to win uh, the game. 
the Nets did something with their lineup because they, you know, Cam Thomas was like going crazy, scoring like four straight games, three straight games over over forty. They moved him to the bench. They moved moved Royce O'Neal to the bench and Jacques Vaughn, uh, also Ben Simmons on the bench. They, they, he's starting pretty much all the new players and Nick Claxton, all the guys that they traded for are starting. So you got Dinwiddie, you've got Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, and Dorian Finney-Smith. They're now all starting with Nick Claxton. Yo, that's, so they've that's, got like that's, length that's on top a of length. Group. Well, yeah, they could switch everything, and you don't know who really is the go-to <laughs> they're, scorer. They're, but they're the same people. What a different – I mean, it's such a different-looking team. But it doesn't make it easy for the Knicks because the Knicks struggle against teams like this with length and, and really get after it. Josh Hart was great on Saturday night. He played really well. Great Garden debut. Looking forward to seeing more out of him. But this game suddenly gets kind of sneaky good because, I mean, it's in the Garden. You know it's going to be kind of jacked up. The Knicks have to know they haven't beaten him in nine straight games. And it's like, let's put an end to this thing. But the Nets have nothing to lose, really. I mean, there's a whole new group. What do they care? Man, I'll tell you right now, this is going to be interesting to watch. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.